This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Well, I, I'm excited for this episode. I love this. Is good. I'm ready to talk about it. Let's go. All right, let's talk about it. Let's do this. <laughs> this fucking 2001. <laughs> All right. Hey, good listeners. It's Stargate SG Fun, a Stargate podcast, a comfort podcast. I'm Sarah. Hi, Sarah. And I'm Tori. And yeah, you know, we're here at the vertical watering hole, although apparently it can become a horizontal watering hole as well. What the fuck? <laughs> Which is just a watering <laughs> hole? <laughs> I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but who in the hell just dumps loose grain through the Stargate? <laughs> yeah, that feels that feels shameful. That feels so that is weird. tactless. Um, but anyway, we, man, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, we're here. We're comforted. We're getting comforted. Uh, yeah, I'm wait ready. a minute. Are those oh. harvesters like across the planet traveling machines okay <laughs> they can't package like they can't make a machine they're so advanced they can't make a machine that packages green yeah no their 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 technology spectrum has a lot of spikes and they have some really cool shit but really low in a couple of areas right. right canisters being one like we could have just given them canisters or like, been like upbeat or upbeat music because they are yeah, dour canisters a shirt that has a bright color or a pattern to it. Give them those yeah, things. They'll be like, up. forget the gate addresses. We just want this stuff. <laughs> well, if if any if all the super fans of Stargate don't already know, we're talking about season five, episode ten, two thousand and one. What? Or as I like to call it, don't go there. But like, but like, how did you say it in two thousand one? I think you would say like, don't go there. No, I can't quite get the inflection right for how you'd be like, tell people to fucking shut up about a topic in 2001, right? Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking, don't, don't go, go there. there. Don't go Like there. to this planet, but you'd be like, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't even go there. Don't even. Yeah. So don't even go there. That's a good <laughs> title. Uh, well, I got, I got uh, episode 10. Wipe those pleased with yourselves, pigs and shit smirks off your goddamn faces. <laughs> you think this is a comfort watch? I love that. I have, um, I think also, timely, I've got mission accomplished. Oh, wait. It's good for the era of the show, but also they're like, I think we accomplished uh, our mission. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, it's like, oh, you're, that's so true. God damn yeah. it. All, the, all they're missing is George W. Bush wearing a full-on flight suit, like, with the, like, parachute. No, strap. and speaking of, this, we're getting close. We're getting close to post-September 11th. We got, I think we're, like, an episode away. Ooh, that's gonna that's intense. It's gonna be interesting. Um, well, but, but we're here. We're here now. We're here okay. uh, with 2001, although I also want to call it uh, Carter Makes Herself Available to the Ambassador. <laughs> um oh my god she has the creepiest boyfriends anyways i have just when you think you're not in beautiful british columbia anymore <laughs> turns out you are <laughs> <laughs> oh no cat kansas reference oh shit yeah yeah 
Well, I got episode 10. Proof Teal'c is a fashionista. That's, that goes with my next one. Oh. My episode 10 title is, is that what you're wearing? Oh, see. <laughs> and then my title after that is, mm, let's play bad fashion cop, bad fashion cop. We spend a lot of time in that scene. There's I, two scenes. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I, I, I got uh, episode 10. Uh, the show all the anti-vaxxers should have made memes out. Plenty, plenty of lines, plenty of audio. I know. I make note of this in my was I comforted or not. I'm like, yes, but um, <laughs> my my final title for this episode is How'd you get this number? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Because I don't know about you, but I don't go around giving my fucking phone number to people who are like, well, you can't have mine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my 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 last uh, alternate title. This is fun. Uh, boring Borans, Iron Boring Barn. Boring Borans, Iron Boring Barn. That's right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Uh, all right. Well, so this episode aired August thirty first, two thousand and one. Uh, directed by Peter DeLuise, and writer is Brad Wright, one of the showrunners who did also write two thousand and ten, which is sort of the you know, the, oh, the companion okay. episode for this one. Yeah. So well, then go. he did a great job of like giving us the like ending first. <laughs> yeah. That's how, yeah. That's how we fill this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I realize um, that the show has begun to lag and I'm concerned people won't listen unless we generate some artificial tension. Oh, so. Oh, we have, for some reason, 24 exact seconds for you to tell us what the hell happened on this show or the mountain blows. Well, as, you, as we've already figured out, my memory of this show is great, so let's go. This, this will be wonderful. Okay, go. Oh, so remember that one episode where they were in the future with the Ashen? Well, here we are uh, uh, coming home to roost. They surreptitiously uh, are exposed to them. And yeah, they want to do a treaty. And the bigwigs in government want to do the treaty. And Jack's like, no, don't do it. So Carter and her new boyfriend come up with this weird plan. And they stop them. And they throw away the, the numbers and send them to a black hole. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, did you hear that you had seconds to spare on that? All right. Well, yeah. Let, yeah. Let's 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 get into this with uh, All right. with the recap. Yeah, we start with uh, my subtitle said narrator, but it was Teal'c uh, giving us the, narrating the recap, um, which was basically don't go to that planet. Uh, yeah. Well, and and the recap was very it was very nice in showing that Daddy was very stringent. He was very in. He was like, "Hey, everybody, listen to me. Throw that phone number out." Throw it the fuck out. Get it off the list. We'd never speak of it ever again. Capiche? Mm -hmm. Listen, you <laughs> got to look out for friends of friends because just because your friends picked you to be their friend doesn't mean they have like the greatest judgment in the world. Because I think we've all had friends of friends who were like, no, thank you. Hard pass. Like you're doing you're doing shady shit. And in this case, SG1's like, so we're never going to directly go to the a Shen planet. Sorry. I'm sure everybody was really enjoying me calling them the Ashen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last episode, the Ashen planet, but it never occurred to us that the Ashen might be fucking up other worlds and we could run into them anyway, which is, I guess why we didn't put parentheses or like hashtag Ashen on the note. 
like never go to this planet. Hashtag a Shen. That would, that's all, that's all he needed. Um, we didn't do that. So yeah. we go meet the, this planet of fucking Luddites. They're like weird, weird treaty they have with the most advanced civilization ever. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, and the gang have just come back from talking to these guys, the the, the Voldions or something like that. Uh, I don't know. They're so excited. Oh, they are so. Everyone is so goddamn pleased with themselves. Like we did it. We did it all the all the long hours. Uh, Bill has an outburst. Yeah, he's so yeah. <laughs> he's so excited. He's like, this could be what we need to defeat the Gould forever's. Because the, yeah, the, yeah, this farming society, they know a guy who's mm-hmm. got all the shit that we want and they're willing to talk with us about it. Yeah. Although apparently they have a trade partnership with these fucking farmers, but I'm not seeing how these farmers have any of the tech that they're saying they're going to give us. So I don't quite know what their deal is. Uh, yeah. 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 They're like, yeah, these are super, this is a super poor f- planet. Yeah. I'm just like, so what exactly are you? I mean, seems to me what you've created is a colony that you don't live on, but from which you harvest all of their grain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. Can we, we also want to be your friend. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And also, and I mean, well, we'll get there, but like, yeah, they don't, they, we don't really see any of this cool shit they got other than some harvester, floating harvester machines that are straight cut straight out of Star Wars. And they're cool. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. but like, I mean, they're kind of creepy for no reason. <laughs> and again, they just pour loose grain through the Stargate. <laughs> I feel, I'm sorry. It just, it feels like if I were going to go buy some like grain at like Safeway or Whole Foods and I just was like, there was somebody like, I don't know, at the bulk foods and I just opened my grocery bag and said, yeah, just pour it straight into here. Mm, mm. It doesn't need to be contained in any way when mm, I take it home. Mm, this is what this is what I want. I want grain everywhere. Okay. All right. 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 We have a briefing. We have a briefing. Yeah. 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 Carter's doing a big fucking deal meeting. It is such a big briefing that they can't even be in our normal briefing room. They're oh. like in like a like a pre-mission room, like a mm. Top Gun or Battlestar Galactica pre-mission theater. Well, and, uh, you know, I have one question, Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that are there that are in attendance. But who in the front row with his puppy dog eyes and I fucking missionaries haircut <laughs> is sitting right there? Sam's creepy, lying future husband. Ambassador Joseph Flaxen or Faxon. Faxon? Faxon. I like Flaxon. <laughs> um, all, Sam's, all Sam's men are very creepy. They're littering, literally willing to lose anything for her. They're very intense. And they all die. <laughs> so so, so you're like, this guy's definitely toast by the end of the episode, oh, right? Oh, God, I didn't he think was about toast that. La- I think he, was, he like toasted himself last time. The last two guys' boyfriends toasted themselves at the end of the episode. Like, this motherfucker oh, is doomed. This show is wow. this show is just an endless fount of memory. This is awesome. 
<laughs> so so we get like a big red flag. Like, I mean, just that guy's whole vibe is a red flag for Sam. But for like Earth, we get this big red flag. The Ashen won't say where they live. I'm like, ah, oh, they are married. Ooh. The Ashen are married. They won't tell you where they live. You've been talking like. That's weird. Like they won't give you their number. Hmm. Yeah, that that is strange. But, you know, Carter's talking them up. She's like, they've told us. Yeah, they, they can do crazy shit. They've made a whole new star uh, in, the, yeah. in their own system. That's cool. Um, they got is all it? this cool stuff. All the, But the gate technology, that's pretty new to them. They've got one. They found it. No iris. They got no DHD. They got no phone book. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what we can offer them. Well, and they're like, everybody's just so like stoked on them. They're like making excuses for everything they do. They're like, well, they won't give us our, their number, but to be fair, like they don't even have an iris. So like, (laughs) I mean, I'm like, this has never been an issue with anyone else. So, okay. Um, it is just rude. Just well, rude. I mean, O'Ne- O'Neill, you know, he he's got probably the most low key opinion because he's like, yeah, you know, they're all right. But man, they're, it's like a planet of accountants over there. I- <laughs> and and then it and then it cuts to Ambassador uh, Flaxen. Like, by the way, like, sorry, accountant friends. They're fun. I have accountant friends. They're, well, they're it, it cuts to uh, Flaxen. He thinks the same. He's like, that doesn't sound so bad is what shows on his face. He's yeah. Like, that sounds yeah. great. He's like, I'm pretty boring. And like, I think you're saying they're boring. And like, I'm also just wearing gray, all gray. So <laughs> this is going to be awesome for me. From what I can tell, it's like a society of like sort of sickly looking white dudes in gray. So the ambassador is like, sign me the fuck up. Amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, my whole thought was like, yeah, is it, man, is this, what's his role here? Like, is he just like, how do you, like, how, how does one, what pool does one grab a new ambassador for a new place. Yeah. You know like saying? we, what is he? Yeah. Like what's his official, is his official job like ambassador to somewhere else? Or like, is he like, did they like, Oh, we're going to retire you from your ambassador job in Chile. And you're not, now you're going to do this shit and maybe your last job, because we might never do. I mean, it's your first job. We've never used you before. We use this asshole who hates everybody <laughs> and has bad manners. So we finally, we're finally bringing in an ambassador, but it might be a one-off. We might not need any more jobs. I mean, is there like know. an ambassador school, you know, and it's like, oh, a new country was formed. Oh, Russia uh, broke, broke apart. Now we need like, we need like 12 new ambassadors. Uh, oh, you're asking the- how, how do people become ambassadors? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, some people actually study political science and do specific types of internships and practicum so that they can. And then you have to take, and then have to take a test to be in the ambassador pool. So there is. A and pool. then they, cool. they get hired out of that. But but I feel like it's the president can fucking appoint whoever they want. Shirley Temple was a fucking ambassador. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like Gary Locke, former governor of our state, was an ambassador, and I'm sure he was well qualified, but I don't know if he had to, like, take the foreign service exam. Well, yeah, wasn't Dennis Rodman like an ambassador to North Korea at one point? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, bad news, since we know what the Ashen are like, the bad news is, which we didn't really have addressed in the 2010 episode in the 2001 episode it is addressed that we're the we're like the gateway to the fucking 
multi like to the universe for these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. they're like we're gonna colonize everything it's not settler colonization it's absentee Mm. like slavery ring colonization Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. different not i'm not gonna say some colonization's good (laughs) i'm gonna say some colonization's different that is comfortable all of it's bad i'm just like how many planets do they how much grain do they need like how many planets do they need to do this to like why do they need this gateway to all these planets like that's a lot of grain already i mean my my only thought yeah i mean i you you can try to picture what the ashen planet is and i kind of picture you know it's a very uh yeah it's very industrialized it's probably like like a city-wide planet-sized city or something like that and so their whole deal although uh, yeah, they've gotten to the point where, yeah, they're like, they got no room for farmland. They need they need mm-hmm. all these things to go further. And so what we have is super fucking important for them. And they're like, ooh, yeah, okay, here we go. You know, we can expand mm-hmm. fr- from Volion. We got the Towery here now. We'll get to them soon. Are there, um, they don't seem concerned about finding out who our fucking enemies are that we want all this tech for, though. Uh, they don't really give much of a they'd shit. Get, they'd make perfectly great host for the Goulds. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe they should ask more, maybe everybody on both sides should be asking a lot of fucking more questions, but anyway, who gives a shit? Man, like, we're, we're still in this meeting. Uh, I know. And they're like, Hey Jack, you're going to go do some diplomacy with Sam. And I'm like, amazing choice. There's a literal ambassador in the room, but sure. Have Jack do it. Oh, and then well. have him bring, bring the like socially awkward Sam Carter along too. But I think I must have missed he must have said the ambassador was also gonna go. Well no he he's like daddy he's he's like Carter O'Neill I want yeah. you to make yourselves available to the ambassador anyways <laughs> he needs. And we know from the future what how Sam took it. And he also tells Tilk and Daniel, hey, go talk to the Volians, get get a little more info. And Daniel's like, well actually I already know. And he's like, well to dig a little fucking deeper. I don't what a weird that that was a weird, really weird backwards conversation, right? Because when has Daniel Jackson ever been like, oh, I met them twice. I know everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah. When has he ever not been dying to go back to the planet <laughs> and dig deeper? Yeah, but he, I mean, he, like, well, he's 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 sad he didn't go to get to go to the meeting, oh, the ambassador meeting. Right. Cause he's he's like, I've been Jack's sidekick a lot lately. Um, I think. But good on daddy is what I wanted to say, because that's smart. And I don't know, maybe daddy is playing 40 chess because it's obvious that uh, Flaxen got the hots for Sam Carter. And he goes right in uh, right after the meetings adjourned. And uh, she seems she's ready to rock. She's, she's like, I'll take you down and show you some stuff. We, we and glasses will be there. Glasses oh, gla- will be in the room. Hard at work. Hard at work. Hard at work looking for a shenia or whatever well yeah and so so yeah the carter's like yeah they don't, they don't want us to know but we're, we're looking anyway yeah and i was like maybe you shouldn't have like deleted everything like again daddy was bad in 2010 he was he was like delete it just delete it and i get it listen listen i've deleted numbers because i'm afraid i couldn't keep myself from calling them before <laughs> we've all done it you can you can change <laughs> the name associated with that phone number to the word no all you want but you just got to get it out out of your phone but yeah this guy flaxen he's so into sam that he just stands there while she's like blah 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 blah, Mm. and that's what we're looking for and he's like wow 
<laughs> no, yeah, he's 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 risen her up a little bit. And then he sort of is like, well, I've got to get out. I'm a little hungry. And she's the one who's like, well, we got a mess hall. Come with me. She basically tells him to hang out. At and- the mess hall, though, again, well- <laughs> like her social skills are whatever. Anyways, all five of them, because now we've got this fucking ass white ambassador on board. All five of them are ready to go through the gate. Yeah. Um, Jack is secretly, he's still got these feelings for Sam. So he is making fun of these guys, this guy's fucking shoes, his clothes. And he is just like negging the shit out of him. Like, oh, is that what you're going to wear? Okay. Oh, those shoes, huh? You know, stick with that. Okay. Wait, well, they, whatever. They all are other than Carter. Are especially, they? Uh, oh yeah. Especially Teal'c. The fucking well, side the- eye Teal'c gives him is. Well, that's just like. Oh my God. That's just some bully sidekicking. No, no, no. I told you, Teal'c, Teal'c knows fashion. He, he, he dress appropriately to where you're going. It's very important. Well, to him. I will say this. They showed the shoes that Jack was like, they're going to get ruined. And I was like, I don't, I don't think those are even real leather. Oh. Like, I feel like he did show up wearing the cheapest pair of shoes he fucking owns. And, uh, <laughs> oh man, I, I think he, I think he's like, yeah, I know they might get ruined. That's why we're these ones. But I don't want to embarrass you by telling you they're not that nice because you seem to think they are. So I'm an, ambas- <laughs> I'm an ambassador. My job is to not embarrass the other person. And I would love to see what Teal would wear. If they were like, you You really need to supply your own um, flexible clothing. It, it'd, it'd be, he'd, he'd be wearing like some like sweet fucking like uh, Richard Simmons workout gear. Yes. It's like super spandex loose you know you, you can yeah you can tumble all wristbands oh yeah yeah headband headband you can hide hide the thing he didn't he didn't wear a headband Get the sweat that's that's like we pictured like oh simmons, simmons. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he, he oh, oh yeah i guess that's true he didn't have yeah, yeah his his hair would have just disintegrated it right i think so <laughs> yeah Anywho, so talk about fumbling out of the gate. Like this guy is not smooth at all like oh. i've never i've never seen anybody come out of the gate like this this guy is like whoa well jesus i mean all right so yeah this is when when they we see the loose grain being dumped into the (laughs) and i just like laughing i'm like what what the shit is that um and it doesn't look like trade to me it looks like resource extraction because i'm unclear like what's the trade part like because it's not i don't know any comforts like it's not any like creature comforts or like doesn't look like it advancement or it's definitely not tech like well and, Fla- and Flaxen he he has some pr- he has some actually some pretty apt questions because one he's like this looks just like Kansas that's that's funny in <laughs> that a meta funny. sense and then two yes, he's I like agree. where's all the infrastructure around the gate like every other planet you've yeah. been to besides this one why is that yeah. different yeah well I mean I guess there was like. Remember that weird Quaker planet where they were fighting over the gate? But but that was but they were they were just around the bend. Like this is just surrounded by nothing but fields. That's true, right? And it hmm, just like, something ain't right. Something yes, ain't right about yeah, this. something's super off. But we go back to the base because because glasses is there putting in the work. So. Carter's whole thing where they're trying to sort of find the planets. They put it to one region of space. They finally figured it all out. And glasses is like, 
hey, you know, you told us to forget that one planet, Purge All Records. Well, I just have a great memory. Yeah, uh, sir. <laughs> and this uh, and one of the possible planets is this uh, PC four. Oh, no, you don't. From the episode of 2010. <laughs> that would have been a good title. There is um, a 25% chance that these motherfuckers are the exactly what they are meant to avoid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's going to be work for the other SG teams. 3, 12, and 15. What a weird spread of number. <laughs> I know. <and> teams. <laughs> I know. But, but, I, but I like this plan. I, I don't. And... Oh. Um, it, and it turns out neither does like the president because yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so like you send three teams without warning to these three planets in case to see if that's where the Ashen, the Ashen live, because if they don't, that's bad news. Like we're trying to hope they don't live on planet 25% over here. Mm. So you're going to these other planets kind of hoping one of them is where the Ashen live, but they have ex- explicitly said, I don't want to tell you where I live. So your stocking ass is going to show up at their door, like in their living room and be like, Oh, I just, I was just seeing, I, I wanted to make sure you didn't live over there. And like, how is that going to help this diplomacy situation? That's pretty fucking wild. I wouldn't trust. Like, why would that engender trust with us if they weren't, on planet 25%. I have, I have a different take on that because okay. later in the meeting, the, the Ashen are like, you guys have a very, you're, you're explorers. You explore the planets. So they know this. They know that we go around to different planets. So if oh, we show up- They could up, just be like, oopsie doodles. What a quinky dink. Well, how would they know? Yeah, you're right. Good point. They could just explain it away as a coincidence. We're, we're, they, well, then- they're the ones that told us, that described us as explorers. Yeah. So just keep it, yeah, just keep it tight. Yeah. And just say, don't oh, send we had- team 15. They're just, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. I know. They're always like, don't tell anyone I told you this, <laughs> but, and you can't tell them anything. Anyways, we go back to Kansas. The planet. <laughs> yeah, we go back to Kansas with the farmers and we talked to um, Keek. Keek. Keel. Keek. Keel. We talked to Keel. And the first thing he says to them, I'm like, oh, Christ. Yep. It's that old timey yep. space yep. village. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but then all of a sudden he's just like, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking around oh, well. talking like that, you guys. And he just starts talking like a normal guy. <laughs> it, it does come back like a couple times, but like oh, it's it? like in and out, in and out. Talking like, yeah, talking normal and then talking like Yoda. Like it, it, it just sort of yeah. every other, every other sentence. <laughs> but yeah, Tilk and Daniel, they're like, well, he's the only guy around for like miles. So I go, hey, just, uh, hey, let it, tell us more. What's up? What's up? We haven't done this yet. Tell us more about the Ashen. What's, what's the deal, fam? They're like, they're fucking great. They're great. No, no complaints. They seem, they seem good. And Tilk's like, okay, like, are they honorable or whatever? And Daniel's like, rude fucking question. He's like, um, okay, but are they? And he's like, well, what do you mean? Like, what what's that supposed to mean? And they're like, well, like, I don't know, like, are you free or whatever? And like, I don't know, like, is freedom being left alone? Because like, yeah, I guess so. And then I was like, is freedom being left alone? <laughs> and are these people actually being left alone? I mean, like, I mean, a lot of their shits crops are being taken away. Yeah, and I've got a lot of questions about what is freedom and then what is being left alone even look like. 
because this guy doesn't know. Well, and then also like another weird aspect. He's like, yeah, in fact, I was raised by an Ashen family orphan. And yeah. What the hell does that look like, like? That's like some. Yeah. What? It, oh, the, you know what that means? Like, so they killed all of the Volarian yeah, yeah, adults, yeah, yeah. Ad, adults and just took their babies. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I thought later in the episode uh but like but like who kills never left this planet and so like what there's a shen that were like i guess i'll go live in shit that's what i'm saying like maybe they got paid a lot of money and wouldn't he sort of act like them like why use that why this old english stuff the shen don't talk like that if he was raised as a kid like he'd be kind of like a shen like like savvier, well, just just not like like uh, more wooden. Yeah, that that was just re- that was just a really strange like an accountant route to go. Yeah, I was raising yeah. in a Shen household. Like what? That's why I'm wearing like these these bright blue pants or whatever <laughs> he had on. Like, he had something bright on. I can't remember. But yeah, he's got nothing but good to say. He's like, yeah, they're cool. They they gave us they gave us light, heat, machines, medicine. They just float around in their Star Wars harvesters. It's great. Yeah. Although, except. Oh, there's some iron root in my fields. I, I just yeah. found it, man. Hey. Iron root. I got to have them pull that out because I, it's just iron root. I just, iron root. I just found iron it. Iron root. Uh, yeah. And hey, and if you see one of them, because we just, we hardly ever see them. Let one of them know for me, will you? Just let them know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I would what? call my parents, but um, they went, their contract ended and they went back to Ashendia. <laughs> Well, t- Daniel's like, hey, well, just show us. Show us the iron rear. I, we're, you know, we got nothing else to do. So they go do that. Back with the ambassador and gang. Uh, they've been met by Boring Boren. <sighs> and he's Who like, is like the worst. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, he's not the worst. So far, he's yeah, the so, worst. <laughs> well, and they get beamed up to fucking Partiesville, uh, one of the harvesters. Let's talk about how like ring S these this little transporter thing is mm. it's like laser rings instead of metal rings yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i'm like that right there you're like well these are bad guys oh <laughs> okay yeah subtle clue subtle clue cool cool i mean also the subtle clue was like knowing it from that other episode Which is, man see i i can get into that <laughs> as well the, the 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 fact that they could have made an episode where we just didn't know the tie until later in the episode, but we know it immediately from the recap. Right there. And like, even just like, they were like, Hey, they, we, these guys are nothing, but they got these cool friends called the Ashen. Like they could, like they, yeah, they, they could have like wrapped it in mystery. And so, which probably would have been because this entire time we know the outcome, but you know, uh, it's fine. I guess like the, the fun is watching them figure it out for themselves. Well, <laughs> everybody knows it's much more pleasant to watch somebody figure out something that you know how to do instead of just getting up and doing it for them oh, <laughs> so that you will no. stop watching this frustrating process. Everybody knows that. <laughs> well, maybe possibly another clue that would have ratted it out is that once they get onto the harvester, we do a close up on Molum, who I believe was in 2010. Wasn't was he Carter's boss? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I, I think because the close up, it, it kind of felt like, yeah, hey, audience, remember this guy? You know, I'm sure well, we met we, that white dude in 2010, right? They all look the fucking same. Right, 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 right. 
So yeah, we get up onto this harvester, which I guess is a suitable spot. And yeah, I, I oh. have the same note. Like, <laughs> they don't have another this, ship. This well, he's like, this is suitable. And I was like, because I was like, that's weird. And so they were like, that is weird, but we're not going to build another ship. So let's just say this is suitable out loud. But that smug little shit that their negotiator is, how does that guy get into like the foreign services? Yeah, he looks pretty young. Uh, Well, and also just like smug as fuck. Like he's extremely off-putting. Is he like the least off-putting guy they got? (laughs) And do they like, what about women? Like how come like they're just all men? Did we meet oh, any man. women as Shen in 2010? I don't even remember. I something in me is saying no, and I also was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. And I, I appreciate at this point, um, like Sam and the ambassador are kind of like, "Oh, we're going. Oh, okay, yeah, let's talk directly to you." And you know, McNeil is using his like dipshit stick to kind of like, Oh, uh, do you have like a bathroom? Oh, cool. 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 Like what's going on. Oh, let me look at Lauren. Look out. Oh, I wonder what's going on over here. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, Hey, I'm in the ship in my, <laughs> but like, it's, it's good use. Good use of his like derp, derp, derp. Oh, sure. Sure. He radios Daniel and Teal'c who have now been shown the iron root, which is basically a fucking it's a metal pylon of yeah. some kind. Some old ass infrastructure, obviously, just yeah, part of part of like telephone wires, part of a mm-hmm. light bridge. I don't know. Part of something. And Daniel's like, he's like, oh, yeah, don't wor- oh, we don't have to worry them. Teal can just shoot this. Yeah. And Teal'c's like. Uh, pass. He's like, we were not told to do that at all. And Daniel's like, well, we were told to like dig deeper. Nice. I assume he, I assume he meant literally. Yeah. 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 That's how Daniel thinks. And so Keek is like, yeah, that's great guys. Well, Hey, uh, good where I got some sweet water for you. Oh my God. I want to know. I'll give you a jug of my best sweet water. Like, uh, excuse the fucking 14 year old boy who lives inside of me that was like, <laughs> is it pineapple based? <laughs> well, so he leaves. And so Daniel starts slightly digging and is like, immediately is like, oh shit. Oh, I found a big, uh, I found a big cavern. Something for right here, right in Keek's field. Like, that's perfect. Like, imagine that. It only took me like 15 minutes to fucking find it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he had to like dig out of himself because Tilk's like, you don't offer up my shooting services. You're not my boss, Daniel. And Jackson. what's Tilk gonna do? Just vaporize this thing with for I like know. an hour? Like what <laughs> it's so weird. And what the thing is too, like, I feel like it wasn't even when he was like, Oh, I've got an iron root problem. I feel like Daniel wasn't even like, Oh, you know what? I'm super curious about learning anything about your culture and situation that I can. He was like, My iron root. I can take care of that. <laughs> like no, no, like secondary gain for him at all. Just like, no, no, I just um think I can do that. Well, I can't, but my friend Teal'c can, I think. I don't really understand what his weapon is. So well, there's a quick cut back to the harvester where they set the terms, uh, which are pretty the terms simple. are we want your whole phone book. Yeah. And then like we want fucking weapons. Yeah, pretty just vague sort of. We want defense weapons. Yeah, and then they're like, "Cool, everyone's cool. That's cool, cool." cool. And they're like, "Ooh, 
BT dubs. Also. So are you representing like the most powerful country? And they're like, mm-hmm, you could say that. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you could say that. But like, you could say that. And then um, he's like, okay, well, what I'm going to need is like buy-in from literally every nation on your planet, which is um, around 200, not even all of which were in the UN or recognized by other countries. So like, and one of them was North Korea. So like <laughs> any hoozles, like the ambassador's like, no problem. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. We can get, we, yeah, easy, easy. Doesn't even make a face. He's like, yeah, yeah that's easy. <laughs> we, we just haven't done it yet because we thought that would suck if everybody got along and didn't shoot each other. And, <laughs> and we didn't all lo- live under the threat of like, not just rogue nukes, but nukes that aren't rogue. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Faxon is pretty, yeah, he's pretty nonplussed by that entire idea. I don't even know why they fit that idea in the show because they drop it Oh, from here on out. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I ask it over and over again in my notes. I'm like, what about this? What about this? What about this? What happens next is we go and we see Daniel Jackson and Teal'c looking like, oh, wow, this looks like kind of like Earth uh, 1920s. Yeah, they're underground. They are, they they are look, in an yeah. underground cavern. They later clarify North America, which is good. But they're like, yeah, they're in this cavern. And it's like better than like the Seattle Underground Tour. There's actually still shit there. Yeah, it's fucking great. Daniel Jackson's like, I'm going in. And Teal's like, danger, danger, danger. And Daniel Jackson's like, it's Bond, James Bond. And turns around and like walks into the fucking uh, public building. Public building. Like, yeah. like a tough motherfucker. Well, and Tilk's looking after his best friend, Daniel Jackson. You know, he, he's yeah. like, oh, good, and runs after him, making sure he's yeah. safe. That's right. He said, I said you weren't my boss. I didn't say you weren't my best friend. Yeah. So. But the, man, this whole place is underneath that field. Yeah. Uh, yep. How, how? I don't know. And it's, also, great and it's also crumbling and unsafe. Uh-huh. And it has obviously has been for a hundred years. It's been unsafe for a hundred years. And Keek's <laughs> dumbass never found it. <laughs> Keek's dumbass was like, "Oh my god, Iron Root." Well, I don't know where the Ashen are, but I guess I'll just wait. Like any normal person would have been like, "Iron Root." I don't know where the Ashen are. They are hard as fuck to get a hold of. It is annoying me. I just want to look at the Iron Root. Like, what the fuck even is Iron Root? And like, because apparently all you had to do, like you said, is like lightly brush a little bit of dirt and rock aside. And you're like, holy fuck, there's a whole like world under here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe, you know, maybe Keek did find it. And he was just like, I can't, I cannot be bothered with this. Like, I can't fucking deal. Like, what am I going to do about it? Mm -hmm. I just bear, you know, just forget about it. But then we go back to the base. Oh, yeah. We have a little scene here. Daddy. They're going to go on their three planet mission. Um, I don't know which one they're dialing first, but Glasses is announcing the Chevrons. Mm-hmm. And uh, Daddy gets an urgent phone call. And he he's like, what? Why? Are you sure? Says who? Okay. And then he shuts it all down. It's all shut down. Because somebody else considered that the Ashen might be really fucking pissed. And end the negotiation if we were to just, I don't know, show up and announce at the planet they didn't want us to know where it was. Well, I, and, and I'm trying to remember if we had ever seen this before where there people are ready to rock and then they get shut down because like we look at everyone looks real like nonplussed. They're just like, what? What? We're not going like I'm sure a lot goes into prepping for the for, yeah. <laughs> for the gate. It's like we got all we have our gear on. We're ready to rock. 
That's because they're SG teams. 15, 12, and 3. 15, 12, and 3. I mean, I'm sure 3's got some action, but 12 and 15. But 15 and 12 were like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I have never been through that fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn I've it. only been through the simulator. <laughs> I know. So, I, I mean, and I'm like, well, that makes fucking sense. You had a great solution, Tori, that should have been offered up, which was like, just say random exploration. Oops. And the way to do that, by the way, is to just pick new SG teams and don't brief them. Oh. That's like SG29. Who cares what happens? Yeah, that's true. And then also there's a weird thing later in the episode where they talk about how they can't send probes through for some reason. I, I did not understand why the why of that at well, all. I think they I think they thought it would make them angry if it if it were the Ashen planet. And I, I guess a probe can't be like, no, no, no. We're, we're, I'm just I'm just. Uh, <laughs> no, it can be. They just never thought of that like you did. Oh, well, so, man, I, I need that some of that ambassador money. And we go back to this negotiation and mm. it is getting to be like, is this this is too much of a good thing? There's something weird's going on. And also, like, not only are they like, oh, my God, we're going to give you so much shit. We're going to give you fucking bioweapons, motherfucker. It is going to attack the DNA of your enemy. And it's just Jesus. like, holy fucking shit. Like, you guys are definitely, definitely bad guys. Yeah, because O'Neill's like, can we be a little more specific about these defense weapons? Yeah. Like, there's lots of writing on this. And yeah, it, it, it just goes immediately to bioweapon. Okay. Okay. Well, and they just didn't think, well, we're, we're not just targeting go out. It wouldn't work anyway because you're targeting go out wooled, but you're also targeting their hosts. Well, that was my first thought was like, well, fuck, they'd kill themselves. But then I'm like, okay, but they can like do ghoul DNA. But then they're also like, what about the Tokra? Like they're sending out this, I don't know. I guess you have to make sure there's no Tokra there. It's just, yeah, it's like, it's like the worst thing they could have put out both logistically if they actually wanted to use it. And also, yeah, just like vibe wise. <laughs> like, yeah, really like, bad. We want to defense stuff. Defense, defense. Guys. Finally, though, somebody asks a good question during this negotiate the negotiation and it's Mr. Smug. Ooh, face smuggy yep, pants I know and that, he's yep. like he's like so what about these other advanced oh. peoples you know which by the way i think i should be worried about because i'm about to fuck you over but for some reason i'm not but um why haven't they given you a weapon like this and sam who as i said doesn't belong at this table yeah. for obvious reasons makes it very clear that i'm right when she goes oh because they think we blow ourselves up it even even O'Neill's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, yeah, you know O'Neill's a little feels you know he, he feels a little dunked on because Mullen's basically like so Thor's a shitty friend basically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, shitty friends out there. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, like basically all of our other friends are really mean and condescending to us. And it's really funny because like one of our friends was really mean and condescending to us, but uh, they're the ones that are um, go old dead, not us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah so, it just happened. Yeah, it like literally, happened. literally last week. So, you know. Yeah, so Mullum's like, well, then be my friend. We got we, we got medicine. We'll double your lifespan. We got real oh. Tesla magnet trains. Let's. He's like, don't even think about it as being friends. I'm not offering you friendship. I'm offering you membership. 
Ooh. And I was like, ooh, membership the has its privileges. Fashion Confederation. Let's go. Like you can use the pool whenever you want. You can bring one guest on Saturdays. Like you membership. Like, yeah. And you're right. This, yeah, this, uh, you talk about too good to be true. Cause this is exactly, this is what they've been looking for. It, it's perfect because all they want is a phone book. And it's just really weird because, um, why would you offer more than people are asking for in a negotiation? That is super sus, at which point they should also be going. And why, if they're offering us this insane amount of tech to make our whole world a high tech utopia, why the fuck are we sitting on a dust field right now? <laughs> in, yeah, in a harvester machine, uh, which to be fair, is looks pretty nice inside. But uh... that's true with people who like don't even have zippers. They don't even have zippers technology. I think they just have buttons technology. And also that harvester is still harvesting. Yeah. Like, hey, like this is a, this is a, there was a meeting going on here. Like, <laughs> let me, let me ask you this. We've seen one dude, this, they've like, we find out there's like, they've taken it down for millions. So like, there's like what, 8,000 of these fuckers. Mm. How in the hell is Keek planting enough and like sowing enough to reap this kind of harvest by himself. Why is there only a harvester? Why isn't, why do they even need any of these people? They don't, why they don't even need Keek. Nobody needs to go raise <sighs> Keek. Nobody needs to go through that hardship. They could have just killed absolutely all of them and then just sent their farm machines over to use up their land. Well, I, I, I don't know the intricacies of farming, but uh, it's probably good to have, a, a base strata of people on the planet. He, he he's a hardy man. Hard, hardy no. works hard. Has sweet water to get him through the day. He is generating like tons of grain on his own. <laughs> acres, acres of grain mm -hmm. with like with, with nary a tractor in sight. Right, and yet he's always kind of just around, like right chilling there. Yeah. Um. So Daniel and Teal. Oh, yeah. We're back underground because Daniel's like, oh, I think that's a, a public building. And I'm like, oh, I don't I know how the fuck you know that. And he finds tubes and he's like, I bet these are newspapers. Yeah. And I was like, how do you know they're not like old posters of Tawny Catan? Because that all that all that we have in tubes. Well, actually, because my husband is an architect, all we have in tubes yeah. like that are architectural drawings Drafts. Yeah. and old posters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely zero newspapers rolled up in a tube. I've never seen them stored like that in the library. I've never, I've never seen this. I've never, I'm not aware of this means of archiving a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, they are. And uh, Daniel's like, Hey, you know, I uh, need to, tr I need to translate these, but I think I can do it. And yeah. And Tilk's like, I might have to hurry, Daniel. These, these ca caverns won't hold. I mean, they've been holding for hundreds of years, but, I, but now suddenly they're here. not going to. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> I think Tilk's a real nervous Nelly this episode. Every about. cavern in a movie or a show needs to be on the verge of collapse every single yeah, one. Yeah. But only today, oh. not yesterday, <laughs> not the day before Always that, not verge. last year, but today. And it's like, well, maybe you, you know, moved a rock and that whole rock was, you know, it's the one is the apple you pulled that took down the whole oh, display. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Teal is claustrophobic. Maybe. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Well, Daniel does that. So he's going to be doing that for a bit, reading newspapers, mm -hmm. doing his thing. Meanwhile, back at the negotiating table, Harvest which is HQ. the weirdest. Yeah, at the weirdest negotiating team meeting ever, Smugface is like, O'Neill, you look pensive. And he goes, No, I'm just thinking. 
<laughs> I love that. That was so, so funny. <laughs> well, Mulum, you know, they put out their simple terms at the beginning of this meeting, but I guess there's Mulum's like, oh, but there's also one other last thing. We don't want just your phone book. Uh, we want you to introduce us to your friends too. Those shitty friends you were telling us about. We'd like to know, yeah. know them. Let us give us their phone number. Maybe. Um, that's part also part of the deal. And they're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but then, and then, but then as they're wrapping up the meeting, suddenly the Ukrainians, fuck, I can't remember their name, but like, they suddenly are like, all right, we are going to go. Let's, let's immediately, we're going to implement this. We'll still be, you know, paying out the details, but we're hammering out the details, but we are going to start the trade immediately right now. Mm. And I'm like, great. Sounds good. And I'm like, what? <laughs> they haven't even been back to earth to say, Hey, we all need to collectively get like, it's going to take a, like, it's going to take forever. Cause it's never going to happen. Getting <laughs> all of the countries on earth to be like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. 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 Apparently the Ashen, you know, yeah. He just has to go, talk with a couple people and he's like it's a go for us well i guess like maybe he's been the ambassador has led him to believe that all he has to do is like send out a memo <laughs> and so maybe that's why he's like okay so immediately let's start but the ambassador's like let's and i'm like what yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> like you are over promising by so much because like even just the fact that this is coming from the united states and that taps out a lot of countries even being interested in having a conversation about this. Yeah. Like, well, like I said, it's, it's uh Flaxen's first gig, you know, he just wants to do a good job, yeah, you know, that's would, true. but yeah, but, but yeah, and O'Neill's like, you know, it goes hand solo. I got a bad feeling about this yep, yep, and yep, it's, yep. it's O'Neill's gut. Trust it. That's his like, it's all he's got, you know, and it's, and it's worked pretty well. Meanwhile, Daniel Jackson can read this, but not all of it. Well, there's one word that's giving him a little bit of trouble, which is annoying because we all already know that word. So I'm like sterility, <laughs> sterility, because he's like, oh, I'm reading. I see pandemic, something that's medicine or vaccine, gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should have oh, known immediately. Like pictures, of, pictures of riots. Hmm. And I'm just like, what could it be? Sterility? Could it be sterility? Could it be sterility? Well, yeah, yeah. He's got, obviously he's got a bad feeling about this whole thing, too. Right. Because like the reason they stay in there to read the paper is because he was like, we need to bounce. And he's like, actually, no, because I think there might be something bad going on. Mm -hmm. And I have to find out as much as I can in here because we not, might not get to come back. But then I think he takes the newspaper with him anyway. I mean, he must, he must have because he, because he makes super nice looking, uh, uh, JPEG PowerPoint with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, all right. But they all, the team returns, the ambassador team returns and this motherfucking ambassador turns around and asks Samantha Carter out publicly in mm -hmm. front of her fucking boss, yeah. her fucking coworkers, her fucking friends. Oh yeah. And she doesn't, she doesn't go, let's sideline this. Oh no, no, no. She's just, she like, goes, got me yes yeah let's yep, let's yep, go yep. on a date i love it mm -hmm. to a restaurant not the best hall I'm yeah, yeah should that. Whoa, I... <laughs> i'll wear my nicest fatigue well and he's and he's probably like well yeah i have to go but i have to go uh get you know a finger at my butt and do all this stuff uh because daddy was like yeah you got to go through our medical team uh before you leave the mountain mm -hmm. <laughs> don't worry about that yeah yeah and then and then carter's like oh man he's about to go meet janet 
Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as like, you know, McNeil watches this motherfucker ask Carter out and he's turns around and he's like, Hey daddy, I think, uh, I'm going to retire. So oh. he's real back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cause he's like, fuck it. Fuck it. I didn't think about it like that. And I'm like, yeah. wait, but if you retire, you can date her idiot. Uh, yeah. Oh, you maybe see, he seems pretty on board. Oh he's yeah. Like, Cause I was like, he was like, Oh wait, that motherfucker's moving on. You know what? I'm going to retire. I'm going to date Sam. And then I'm just like, wait, this guy is so hot and cold on this treaty. He's like, I have a bad feeling about it. I don't give any fucks. We should do it. I think it's a mistake. I'll negotiate it. I'm against it. I don't know. Well, yeah, he gives that retirement remark and daddy's like, well, no, no, no. Come with me. Uh, And he gets he fills them in on the fact on the note, on the planet, on what their plan was. It got turned down by President Tricia. I love that. Jack says exactly what I wrote at the very beginning, which is like, oh, well, if the future does happen again, I'm going to write a more detailed note this time. <laughs> and then Carter's like, well, you probably didn't because of blubby, blubbly, bloop, bloop. Well- <laughs> and he was like, OK, well, it's probably your fucking fault. I didn't put more detail on this note. And I'm like, they could have just seriously parentheses. Ash- yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. The, the one thing I thought this entire time was. All they had to do to figure out the Hashem planet was to look at the chevrons on the horizontal watering hole as the grains being thrown into it. There it is. There's the address right there. Right. Oh yeah. 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 But then, (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. And they could be like, Hey, that's not the address for any of these three planets. It's just, it's the, it must be, it's it's going to the Hashem planet. Right. So they will take the address home, compare it to the three planets that they are going to rule out and can immediately rule those planets out because that's not the address. But they but they operate in good faith. And so they didn't look. Oh, they, they didn't look the whole time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I could get your passcode. But it's like when your friends at the ATM and you don't really care about their passcode, but you look at the like corner of the vestibule anyway, to let like them la, know. La, 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 la. to let yeah. them know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but like McNeil is like, we should not do this. Maybe like we have to put the brakes on this. This is bullshit. Like I wrote, I, that, my, note. My, I wrote that note. Yeah. My fucking misgivings are my bad feeling is even badder now. And daddy says the wildest thing. Mm. The president is under a lot of pressure because there's two produce results from the Stargate program before the election. And I was like, what now? Because like, I'm like, wait, do suddenly people all know about the Stargate program? Mm -hmm. Are suddenly people like out in the streets going, we're not going to vote for this guy if they keep funding this program, unless we get something out of it. Like what the fuck? Or like, are they just alluding to like, the sort of conspiracy bullshit about like a fucking shadow government. Yeah. Does the public know about this? Do they not? How many countries do know about it? We know Russia knows about it. That's about it. Yeah. But maybe generally speaking, it would be pretty sweet if like, yeah, like all of a sudden, you know, for the general election, you're like, oh, hey, look, my my government, we just, oh, you see this sweet laser beam cannon? That was, that's, that, was, that was us. I want to tell you, we just developed it. That's pretty sweet, right? 
Yeah. That might put put you up a couple points. I mean, I it make me reconsider. <laughs> Listen, okay, but that's that's a cherry. That's not like pressure. That's like a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Alien tech is a bonus. So we're O'Neill and Daddy and Carter are still talking. Well, I, pretty much at the end of that conversation, they're just like, "Hey, where's Daniel and Tilk?" Right. But then they then the next thing you know, given a presentation. Yeah. <laughs> He's not just like, hey, I just got back and this is important. I'll just show you the actual newspaper. He's like, no, no, I made it into slides. Hey, hey his. Yeah. He, if he's making these, these are great. He's like, I don't know what this word is. And I'm like, sterility. <laughs> but but I do believe the Ashen wiped these motherfuckers out because they were great. And then the Ashen came and then they're this now. So danger, danger, danger. And look, I mean, and what, what was, what did the Shen save them from? Come on. A flu the, from COVID. hundred <laughs> percent from COVID. Oh yeah. I totally was like, I've got actually the next thing I have is in parentheses. I was like, not a great 2020, 2021, <laughs> 2022 comfort show. LOL. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Ashen came in ships, saved the world. Then something dot, 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 dot. I believe that the Ashen created that pandemic in a lab. Mm. Mm. Since they also gave us one in the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. A lot of memes. A lot of memes the anti-vaxxers yeah, could have used yeah. for this. I know. From this episode. I didn't. I hadn't see any. Too bad yeah. for them. Plenty. Plenty of memes for racist motherfuckers who got racist dumb shit to say about the pandemic as well see so there you go uh stargate fans not bad they don't want to use it they're the only ones that know it they're not going to use it for weird shit uh all right well look they're all like well this sucks um we got to talk to trisha daddy call the president and he's like um and they're like no it's not it's a no-go and mcneil's like um remember when i (laughs) i i alone Remember when I alone saved the world last time? I alone have a standing invitation to go to the president's office. Well, that- so just me. I did it. I'm going to cash in. Cut to him. No, it wasn't that he was like, I was the only one to save the world. But at the time, he was the only one that was like, I have a marker. I have a marker. Calling it. Calling it. Next time, yeah. you owe me a favor. You owe me. You owe me. Cashing okay. it in. So that was savvy. Cut to. So cut to him and his dress blues in the back of like a limo on his way to this meeting. And he's like, we're going the wrong way. That's not how you get to the white house. And they're like, I know we have a, another passenger. This is Uber pool. I don't know why you thought it was so cheap. And he's like, Oh my God. Cause I thought it was a private car. Great. I thought it was a good deal. Too good to be true. And then Jellico gets in and he <sighs> is, Kinsey. he is, he is, he's usurped the meeting. Oh there will be God. no meeting with the president. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He pours himself a quad shot. And then goes, Oh, did you want one? (laughs) What a prick. Okay. Well, yeah. So, and this is with the context that O'Neill and him had that meeting in that one episode, right. With Mayborn, Mm -hmm. like that, like O'Neill, like done to shoot him, you know, like, so they, they, (laughs) well, that guy. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of fair then. (laughs) Well, yeah, they definitely have history. And, uh, can I be honest? Uh, after this, and I know I say this a lot, but I don't have much notes. Like th- this is a great scene. I just watched it. I didn't, I don't have much to say about it. It's just right. uh, fucking Ronnie Cox is fucking great. Like yeah. it's, it's just, it's so great villain. He's just like such a good villain. 
Oh, a hundred percent. But also kind of like a villain who's not all bad. Like, I don't know. He's a good villain. Who's like, I have a point. Yeah. Um, okay. But like he, get, he also like, goes, hmm, I'm sure this is more of skill than you're used to, but let's meet here in this fucking car. Oh yeah. Anyway. He's dunking on O'Neill. He's like such an asshole. And then, but he's just, yeah, he's just sitting there letting McNeil know all about how you're not going to see her. It doesn't matter what you think. This is, this is going to happen. Nobody cares. And I'm like, dude, he fucking McNeil's just sitting there like a silent child. I'm like, tell him about the fucking newspaper. He's like, well, you don't have all the information. He's like, I yeah, have yeah. all the information I need. I'm like, you just blurt out the newspaper shit. Why do people in scenes like this always wait for someone to say like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like saying stuff like you're in over your head, Kinsey, as if it, it's like, it's almost like he has this like blockage of like confidential information or something. Like he, he never mm-hmm. wants to give anything out. That's not to anyone who's not of his crew. True, like knowledge is power. And I think he doesn't, he, I, I did see the idea like he might be like worried about arming Kinsey with any of that because Kinsey also, he is so odious. He is like, this asswipe is projecting his intentions and his motivations all over McNeil. He's such, he sucks so bad. He really makes McNeil seem like the awesomest dude ever because <laughs> he yeah. is just like laying into him. Like you just want to be the hero. And he's like, that I'm like, no, that's you, dude. And he's like, you just want the power. And I'm like, again, you, dude. He's like, you just want everyone to like suck your dick. And I'm like, that's you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And McNeil is just like, okay, well, to be fair, I am I am simply trying to save the world for like the sixth time. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and do you not understand the the preciousness of a of a marker, of a favor, of an IOU, Kinsey? Yeah. Can I just say that absolutely pissed me off? But then I'm like, how did he even get? I mean, you can't just go see the president because you have a marker. I feel like a marker with the president <laughs> is based, utterly useless. In fact, I felt I felt pretty, like when it cut to him in the limousine, I was like, really? It's that like <laughs> it, it, like how did the president? How do they tell the president? Right? Because daddy used his phone. Well, but but he wasn't taking the call. Daddy even specifically oh, says right. that he would, they wouldn't answer the phone. Well, and then, yeah. And then Kinsey, like he, he somehow he hits accurately because he, he's like, O'Neill, tell me about the future. What's the future? Like, and he's like, no, I don't, that's not how it works. Kinsey. And he's like, you just don't want me to be president. Do you? It's like, Oh, Kinsey. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't, obviously this Jack doesn't, no one knows that just, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, pretty accurate. Cause it's like, yeah, it's obvious. He's uh, he wants to get in there. So, but yeah, it's all well, about him. It's all about Kinsey. It is. And so what I figure is McNeil is making an unannounced visit to the White House, which if you have the credentials, I think you fucking can do. Mm-hmm. The driver, though, is following Kinsey's orders. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, get out and get a cab. Oh, yeah. Just use some. Why is go he somewhere just else? gives up so quickly? <laughs> That is like, true. Yeah, like, oh, well, there's only one car I can <laughs> take in all of D.C. I don't know. Maybe there's some there's a hint of like foreboding in in the sense that like O'Neill knows Kinsey has ties with the whole the N.I.D. or whatever the hell mm-hmm. that whole plot line or whatever. And O'Neill's like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in danger here. Like, oh, that right? could be and it could be also like he's maybe specifically been like put on that you can't come into the White House list. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have my next note. Tell me if you can explain this to me. <laughs> I wrote, like, wow, what's the time limit on saving the world and stuff? 
um i don't oh i don't know i i don't know because this is i don't know if it's the the end of that scene or the beginning of the next scene where my next comment is all caps what about planet-wide unity agreement like we don't totally have a mechanism for that even (laughs) well yeah because they've basically said this is now a state issue and also we are just going to go ahead and set up a meeting we're, we're, we're going to do a pre-meeting to set up the actual meeting. But in the meantime, we're going to give them just a couple numbers. We're going yeah. to do a good faith sort of like just a little gift. We're just going to rip. We're going to rip a page out of the J section of our of our phone book. And after, after and this, after they know mm-hmm. now that they and Carter and Neil are like, what? We are now we know that something's mm-hmm. fishy. Uh, we know beyond like they're going to like we can't give them people's addresses. They are going to like go and rob their houses. They're like, going to do something. We yeah. don't quite know wh- what yet. <laughs> well, we know it's going to lead to the destruction of their world. How about that? Yeah. So. So. Well, so. Uh, so they're all. What are we going to do? And so Daniel decides to kill two birds with one stone with a plan. <laughs> and and Kinsey shows up to the mountain. Uh, yeah. For this yeah. like to, for, to send, um, I guess. Not McNeil, but we're just Sam and her creepy new boyfriend are going to go, you know, finish the deal and deliver the phone book. Well, the ambassador asks for them, right? He asks, he's like, I want Carter O'Neill on my team again. Okay. When I go do this. He's like, I really just want Carter, but I thought if I didn't say O'Neill, yeah, yeah, it would be yeah, yeah. weird It'd to everyone. Weird. Because I, because somebody talked to me actually, HR spoke to me about what I did before. <laughs> you can't just be asking <laughs> dates. Just, like, be like doing that, like <laughs> probably and all that. But like daddy is being perfectly cordial to that butt munch Kinsey. And he's such a huge douche. He's like, you know, daddy's like, yeah, yay. Woohoo. The future. And Kinsey's like, yeah, when you retire, asshole. Yeah, seriously. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, Okay. And then camera zooms in and there's because glasses is in the foreground and he mumbles Mm -hmm. under his breath. And I tried to look and it looked like dick face to me. I think it's I think he mumbled (laughs) dick face. Uh, (laughs) Maybe that's Ted Cannon. What is Kinsey's deal? Okay, because here's the thing. When we met him, he was just pissed the fuck off about the amount of money going into the Stargate program Mm -hmm. with no results. So they're literally like results. And he's still like, I hate all of you. Yeah. Do do any real politicians, they they can't be so open faced about that kind of stuff, right? Not uh, real politicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% think ted cruz would act would act oh. this way <laughs> even like for yeah, no probably. reason even if nobody had like threatened to shoot him um yeah so so sam sam gets the plan and she decides to read the ambassador in on it which okay and i guess yeah because like have to it's dangerous a little bit got to make sure he's willing to do it i do kind of like how this echoes 2010 it kind yeah. of it kind of works in the same manner, except like this is like they're not they haven't been husband and wife, but it's sort it's sort of kind of the same thing. She's like, yeah. I'm going to tell you about this. I'm going to tell you about this quickly. Just listen, don't talk. Except except for I have a comment about that later. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um. So what they I'm like I wonder what their big plan is, and they're yeah. like, Oh, here's the addresses. By the way. I'm having trouble translating this word. I can't pronounce it. Would you read it out loud for me? And the guy's like, sterility? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, screaming no, no, no. sterility forever. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to set the scene. Like, it's boring, boring. 
Yeah. And yeah, and and it's Carter. She's like, oh, oh, just one thing. Oh, and boring. He does it. He does it so like nonchalantly because they're so intent on the laptop in the briefcase because they've never seen this tech before. Right. And by the way, I'm looking at that going like, and what codes are they getting? Like, that's a computer virus, right? Like nobody's giving them the codes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they're like, okay, they're like, okay, so does this shit downloads? um, We can formalize a treaty. And I'm like, what treaty? (laughs) Who do you have a treaty with? Like, we have definitely not met the requirements for this motherfucking Mm -hmm. treaty. Mm -hmm. Anywho's. Yeah. But yeah, Bor- Boren, you know, yeah. And he's just like, oh, yeah, sterility. And Molem understands immediately, I, I yeah. guess, like, the, ooh. The, yeah, yeah. The jig is up. So, yeah, like, smug, smug face is like, like, well, whatever. We have what we want, so we don't care. So we're just going to take what we wanted, which is any addresses, because we couldn't possibly take over all those planets anyway. And then like, um, we're just going to lock you in the harvester, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I it just, he immediately, it's like, okay, no more treaty, nothing. We're going to go with plan B immediately. But I was like, as if there's no way you got, like, do you think that people who brought a piece of paper that says sterility to the meeting actually bought you, brought you legit phone numbers? <laughs> Maybe, maybe, the, maybe in their arrogance, they, well, no, cause Carter makes it pretty apparent that like, they're like, gotcha. Yeah. So by the way, they're like, yeah, they're super Batman, like old school, like sixties Batman villains at this point. Cause they're so dumb. Like they're so easy to dupe anyways. Yeah. We'll lock you into this harvester machine with open windows. Yeah. Yeah. While we, so that you can overlook. So we're going to start dialing earth Yeah. because we definitely have that number. Yep, 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 yep. Turns out, turns out we gave them our number. That's fucked up. But when and why? Yeah. Like, why would they have our number? They haven't come to Earth. Well, they were saying that, like, it was hard to understand exactly, like, that, what the big meeting, like, the big official meeting, was, like, were they going to come? I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, maybe we gave it to I them see. in the interim. But they have it, and they're dialing it, and they're going to send something. There's some sort of plan. Oh, it's clearly a biological weapon, right? It's oh, one of yeah. their big oh. weapons. Well, Carter, so to figure it out, Carter's like, Faxon, I'm going to rappel down here. Follow yeah. follow me. Are you trained for this? Follow me. Uh, I know. Like, the way I was literally thinking, like, okay, the way, like, soldiers on TV are just like, we can all do this, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, we can all, like, hold our own weight on a swinging, moving rope with just our, like, our hands and our arms, right? Like that's all of us. I saw, I that's kind of funny. I saw this YouTube short this morning about, they were talking about like how football players, like I was hanging out with this football player and he was like, oh yeah, you tried out for like the U of M's football team in college, right? It's like, no, <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't let me wash their clothes. Like, <laughs> no, you don't, you don't understand <laughs> your ability is relative to mine. Um, Which is really like, do they really not? Because I used to be, um, you know, at one point, something at really something in in terms of yoga. And I was never like, we can all do this, right? <laughs> Downward dog five. Yeah. No. Easy. <laughs> easy, easy. Well, so first of all, oh my God, Sam is uncomfortably close to the sploosh. Yeah. What is she hoping to accomplish here? I don't know. Does she just think like, oh, well, they're not going to sploosh their own ship? Because mm. mm. she gets pretty close to the ship, I guess, to not get sploosh. But like it almost like 
nips her butt a little bit. I feel like she should have lost a little tiny bit of butt cheek. <laughs> well, and then, yeah, and then Faction's up there. He's trying to get himself situated. And then Boren comes rolling in. And <laughs> Faction just fucking, speaking of football, just fucking pile drives into him. Mm-hmm. For, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. But then he's not there he's for like, Sam. He's like, Major Carter, what are and because he's also supposed to escape with Sam. And so then Sam is watching as like this um, biological weapon is getting closer and closer to like the open gate. Okay. Why the fuck is the iris open in the first place? Because like, here's the thing it shouldn't be. And like, I never see her like use her little remote device to make sure that they're like, oh, someone's coming from SG one, so it seems like the iris is always closed. So, so ooh, okay, like, that, did she really need to jump over to stop that bomb? You found plot get point one or plot hole one, plot hole prime, yeah, plot hole prime. Okay, <laughs> um, but anyway, once again, this ambassador's like, save yourself. I don't oh, care yeah. that I die at the end of this. At least I got to know you gorgeous. Like not that he said all that, but I feel like that is the whole storyline to every guy who's in love with her, except for McNeil. But it's not a good time to hesitate. So she's like hesitating like ambassador. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. She's like, not again, again. I know. Fuck me. I, I for some reason, liked this one t- too. Um, <laughs> I, know. I know. I have the worst taste in men. Yeah. <laughs> and also the worst luck too. both. I know. Fuck me. I know. And as she's falling, as she throws herself into the gate, yeah. the gate, I'm like, oh fuck. I get some pads. Joyce is Ooh, that, get some pads. That she's hurts. Gonna, she like dislocated. I think she broke her shoulder. <laughs> like she did like permanent damage to like her rotator cuff. That something is physically wrong with her for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 She's in pain. She explains it uh, everything to everybody. And whole oh, fuck. I guess like I don't okay, so I guess that guy, he wasn't like directly definitely dying for sam like i guess there was a bigger mission involved Hmm. but like did she have time to read him in on the whole thing like i think she's just like hey we have to test these guys out there's a note did she say oh by the hoozles they are going to destroy us maybe uh yeah no i i mean i i kind of think so because again i think it's like an echo of 2010 um and it's kind of like and it's like showing the difference between like, you know, the husband and wife thing and then like a budding romance sort of thing. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think he does both. He sacrifices himself for for her and and the world. So I, I guess so. Like he barely knows. Yeah, I mean, I know you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> but also, maybe it's not a sacrifice. I haven't I didn't see any of the Ashen have uh, weapons. In fact, they say that they talk about having no weapons to O'Neill early in the episode. Oh, they do not talk about having no weapons. They say your weapons aren't necessary. Oh, well, I mean, Bourne doesn't bring out anything. He tra- they're, they're, they're manhandling each other. So maybe he gets the upper hand and then goes in and starts a revolution uh, with Keek. Uh, we're going to go several episodes later. He's 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 rule. He's ag- agrarian. Just crushing it. And he's and like he's king of the planet now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. King Jackson or whatever his name is. Blackson Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And then, okay. So they close the iris. Sam comes through. They, she closes the iris. You hear the bioweapon thud on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, she says out loud, 
they were going to send a bioweapon through to kill all of us. And Senator Kinsey is like, you bitch, yeah. what have you done? And I'm like, <laughs> you're all going to be in trouble. There's going to be an investigation. And I was just like, what? Well, I like O'Neill doesn't even look at him. O'Neill doesn't even look him in the eye. Just like, good, investigate. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to call your mom, like call her. <laughs> but I do like they did answer like, but what about the addresses we gave them? And oh my God, it is dark because McNeil says, oh, the first one's to a black hole and it just gets darker from there. So like, have they actually, in effect, like destroyed the Ashen? Because if they open, if they dial like to a black hole, that's bad. We, you know. Yeah, we've we've seen that episode and we barely scraped by. Yeah. So, yeah, possibly. Especially with how little they know have used the Stargate. Yeah, that could be the end of them. That's genocide, man. What if the sterility thing was like wrong? What if like when she was like, "Can you translate this?" Like it was mm-hmm. actually it, it was actually like something like awesome. Cotton candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you have to explain. Then, oh, ooh, that's great. These guys are uh, definitely on our side. Uh, they tried to help out the Volan, and now they are. Oh, uh, don't. Never mind. Uh, let's take this phone book back. Uh, oh, my get- God. Yeah. What if it had said, like, it causes <laughs> uh, immortality? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great farming skills. Um, it causes constantly great libido for your, your entire life. Yay. Yeah. Virility. Virility. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but but no, we we all knew what it was from the re- from the start of this episode, mm-hmm. uh, and here it is. Fuck the Ashen. I think they're they're gone. I think. Yeah, Good job. But that that is genocide. No, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Little bit. Little bit. They don't have to worry like, about it anymore. Uh, whole planet destruction and maybe more. Like who else? Who knows what all is going to get sucked into the black hole? But okay, is, are you comforted? Hell yeah, I'm comforted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, no, I no, I, uh, I, I thought this was an intriguing episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I got, I got caught up in it. Uh, Ronnie Cox is the shit. He's really mm-hmm. fun to watch. And yeah, just I had, yeah, I mean, obviously, we had a lot to talk about in this episode. I just, yeah, I found, yeah, I fun. found it very, very fun to watch and to talk about. So yes. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Were you comforted? Yes. But also, like, please trust vaccines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yes. Yes, I was. It was a fun. It was a fun. Even though it's not, in some ways, knowing um, what's going to happen is also comforting. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. just like, how are they going to get there? What, what are they going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was it was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, you know, when you were watching it, mm. did you, uh, did you relate to a, any, any of the characters like, oh man, that, that person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, or no, 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 no. Don't want to be them. Nah. Or, Hey, I know that, uh, meh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So relate's a strong word, but aspire in some mm. cases, my, my, yeah, is major save the day Carter. Nice, nice. For the reason we always pick her when she fucking saves the day. Because mm-hmm. holy fuck, she's a badass who saved the day. My, I think my nay is Ambassador Farmer for Life. <laughs> yeah. Because he is stranded on that fucking planet. 
Faxon be harvesting flaxen. It's just him and Keek eating porridge. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. They don't know how to do anything because they're like overlords are about to be sucked into a fucking black hole. Mm-hmm. My met is Teal'c. Everything is just too boring for him. He gets no good action, no good ideas. <laughs> just like, oh, now I'm with Daniel Jackson looking at dusty old, like I'm oh. in a dusty old library. Oh, <laughs> Daniel Daniel Jackson and Teal'c, uh, yeah, underground spelunkers. Yeah, okay. Subplot. Yeah, he wasn't having fun. No. Okay, how about you? Uh, my yeah is glasses. Mm-hmm. Just uh, doing his job, crushing it. Dick face. The dick um, face. The, the dick, dick face, face bit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just it's super awesome. My net is uh, also flaxen. Mm-hmm. What did I say? He was a shoo-in with Sam, but now he's dead. <laughs> my meh is SG3, 12, and 15. Oh, sure. Or actually, I get maybe just 12 and 15. Yeah, they almost got to do something. Mm-hmm. And then meh. <laughs> I know. I know. Sucks. Sucks. Um, so, yeah, there you go. There you go. What do we do now? Well, Sarah, you know, episode 10 was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. But now, yeah, now we got to keep going. We got to keep going. This train and keeps moving. What do we got yes. for the next episode that we will be? Well, it's going to be oh. an episode and it's going to be in season five. And I think it's going to be 11. It's going to be called Desperate Measures. Oh, by the way, the episode we just talked about today got an 8.4. Oh, really? On IMDb. Mm-hmm. Nice. Next week's is a 7.4. Mm. Desperate Measures. Okay, this one's by okay, Chris Green. Carter gets kidnapped and taken to an abandoned hospital where two doctors work to study the remains of Jolinar. She finds out that they have a gold taken from the Russians, which they are planning to put inside a man named Adrian Conrad to heal his sickness. They need Carter to tell them how to get the gold out after he's healed. O'Neill believes the government is involved in Carter's disappearance and contacts Mayborn. Together with Daniel and Teal'c, they find Carter, but also find out that the gold has escaped inside Conrad's body. Oh, oh okay. That's not bad. Uh, Adrian Conrad. Okay. Who the fuck is that? But <laughs> anyway, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I can wait till next week to point out that Sam doesn't know how the fuck to get a gould out of a person. Do you remember this episode at all? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, well, uh, great. Yeah. We knew, we knew, uh, you know, the Jolinar plots were going to be coming in and I guess we're here. We're here. It's coming back. Um, well, sweet. All right. Great. Can't wait. Yeah. Ooh, come try it. Yeah, come try it. Okay. I gotta, I gotta talk about my come try a not where I was talking about that carbonated wine beverage. Yeah. The whole time we were recording, the flute was sitting full of it on the counter. And I got done, and my husband had come home, and he was like, you don't want this? And I was like, oh, my God, it's very bad. So he took a sip, and he's like, what? It's fine. And I was like, what? And I took a sip, and I was like, it's better warm. It is better room temperature. So maybe it was just me. I was actually planning to drink the other can today, and I forgot, which is fine because I was so tired. But So I guess come try it if you want (laughs) 
Okay. All right. All right. We got one yeah. yeah, we got one nah. <laughs> so, man, try it. All right. Thanks for being here. Um, as either a bonus or a gotcha, you stuck around this long. You can now enjoy or not our final segment called Get to Know Your Host with Sarah and Tori. Tori, yeah. I'm going to use Actually Curious, the deck. Mm, questions mm, mm. this is the one that gets this one had like scientists psychologists like shit involved to find like the perfect conversation starter mm. questions are you ready for this question oh uh, yeah oh it's it's a very tame question i don't know it could really get you going though name three things you are grateful for and why oh uh i'm grateful for electricity love it Powers a lot of shit. Oh my god, that's so fundamental. That's uh, awesome. I mean, I mean, it's not fundamental. I mean, it took a lot of work to to figure that shit out. But like, yeah, day. but like at this point in our life, it's like so taken for granted. That's like, and it is like it's fundamental to how we live our lives. That's amazing. That's mm -hmm. a great. Mm -hmm. It's a great answer. What else do you got? Uh, uh I'm grateful for. I'm just going <laughs> to say the printing press. I love books. <laughs> The printing press and the steam engine. The steam engine. I love the steam engine. The steam engine's great. No, uh, uh, and grateful for. Well, I'm great. I'm grateful for my friend uh, Sarah because we've been crushing it uh, doing this podcast pretty much every week for almost two years now. Yeah, I think for uh, over two years. I think there we you go. The, we started uh, in June. July of June in 2021. Holy shit. There it is. Cool. So electricity books and Sarah, that's. <laughs> um, okay. So I need to find two things I'm grateful for since um, we'll, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just start with Tori. Yeah. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can you imagine, that, yeah. can you imagine if I didn't uh, say Sorry. our friendship? Um, so after that uh, pizza. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And. And this sounds so dumb. I am absolutely okay. I am so grateful for the podcast, Greatest Generation, mm. for Greatest Trek, for Santa Monica Mountains, for Factory Seconds, the, like their bonus con. I am just so grateful that those two have worked hard enough to make it like a sustainable situation for them that they can make all these podcasts because. I don't know, like they make me feel less alone when I'm literally alone and yeah, very, it's very important to me. So I am really grateful that they're doing that. Nice. I've never even seen an episode of Baywatch and they have their bonus content is Santa Monica mountains. It's a Baywatch podcast. Nice. I've, I have not seen a fucking episode of that show and I don't think I ever want to, but I love the podcast. <laughs> Okay, man. Yeah. yeah, we got. Yeah, we get. Man, we got to get a commercial on on the on the thing. Right. Oh, anyway, oh. yeah. So, in my defense, I was totally gonna do a P two when we very first started this. But when we first started this, like one week, somebody was like, "Hey, here's a P two for our new Star Trek podcast," and the next week, somebody else was like, "Here's a P two for our new Star Star." I mean, Stargate podcast, Stargate yeah. podcast. I was like, "Well, absolutely not." <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but some time has passed. 
has been time a has years. passed. Literally, it's been literally two years. So there's no excuse. Yeah, it's time for us to get in there because we're, we're coming on up. That's right. Coming on up. Um, well, folks, <laughs> you know, and it, it only through your uh, future patronage. <laughs> will uh, we be able to do this? Will we continue to go up? up Which is, yeah. Um, but, you know, regardless, we're going to keep doing this. We're, we're going to keep rolling. We hope you join us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be, we would really be no fun without you. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, but thanks for listening to this episode. Listen to more episodes at our website, theseventhsymbol.com. And, you know, you can listen to us there and, you know, on, on, on all the pod streaming sites, Apple, Google Play, Spotify. Man, our numbers on Spotify went up a little bit. So uh, we're getting oh, some traction nice. there uh, and a bunch of other ones. Literally no reason to not leave us five stars. Like, mm. it's not, nobody's going to look at that and say like, oh, Jeffrey said this was five stars. I listened to it and I thought it was three stars. I think Jeffrey's full of shit. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know who you are. It's fine. Just give us five stars. It is no, no skin off your nose or back or however that goes. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. No pressure. Hey. Do it. Email email <laughs> us at verticalwateringhole at gmail.com if, if in you want to. Mm. Mm-hmm. We just can't do this if you don't support our Patreon. I mean, we did it for two years, but we certainly can't do it for two more. Uh, except that Corey needs a new computer. <laughs> Apparently. And that is essential <laughs> to our ability to do this. Well, yeah, no, you know, it's just, it's the options there. The options there for anybody, you mm-hmm. know, it's just, it's better for it just to be there than not be there. Right. Yeah, it's true. All right. Well, Sarah, are we, yeah, we, let's, uh, we've been hanging out here for long enough. Let's get out of here. Uh, the, the Stargate's got to go horizontal. Yeah. Let's let them do their thing. Yeah. Let's get, let's go let's, uh, get some sweet water. Holy motherfucking Hannah. Holy Hannah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. There's nothing physically wrong with them, or at least nothing I can think of.